Welcome to This Old App, a podcast about learning, coding, smashing stuff together, breaking things apart, startups, failing, winning, and any other buzzwords we can think of. Hi, Randy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Who are you? I am Megan Schimmel, your wife. But you're also the voice, the intro voice of CTO Think. Yes, I am with Megan. I do... Yes, MeganVoices.com is what I do my voiceover through. And, and I'm also starting my own little podcast as you, well. You might be the voice of this podcast. Ooh. We don't know. Well, so but, just got to ask. All right. You're, you may be. So You're, people may have already heard you before this. But anyway, so you have a podcast. To, to come out. Yeah, I'm creating one. Out. So how, how will people find that podcast? What is the name of the podcast? Well, it's called Courtesy Flush. It is a humorous improvisational uh, with my friend Kelly and I about personal problems and and paying it forward. How, how, do you, how will people find this? Uh, it'll be at courtesyflush.lol. So, it, so it's using the new top level domain exactly the, the tld okay. oh yes which this podcast is using dot online mm. so yeah so something new um we're not going to get into the subject matter courtesy flush because <laughs> i have heard some of it already it's intimate and fun <laughs> and it's not for children's ears and most adults should should explore the sharing or an oversharing all right but yeah <laughs> But this show is for everyone. <laughs> yes. Um, I think so. I, what I wanted to talk to you about today is your experience. You are a beginner. A year ago, this time, you were not coding. I knew nothing behind the veil. You now, a year later, you've done. Let's see. Let's go back. Last year, around this time, you actually were coding. I was doing some beginning stuff that I had learned off of Codecademy, just HTML and CSS, very early stuff. And then you showed me the mock-ups. So um, I was just doing those two things for but you, sure. But you did a project for me. I did. And that was really interesting just to sort of willy-nilly go in there and play around and, and actually find some success. But what were you doing? What did you do? Uh, well, what, what did I? What did I have you do? You were having me actually just build some buttons, and some inputs, um, for a website, and and you had some mockups that needed some um, fields. Yeah. To be a form. filled, a yeah. form field. Yeah. yeah. That was all brand new to me, but. You got it done. I did. And then the client changed everything. And they changed his mind and he scrapped the whole thing. But it was a really... So it was, a full, it was really a full project experience <laughs> <laughs> all the way from beginning to end. But that was your first experience. And then you... I got a job. You got a job. <laughs> a non-tech job back in the legal world. Yeah. And then you came back to yeah. learning how to code. So since the middle of last year you what have you been doing what did you start with to start you made a you made a definitive goal to change careers what did you what do we well how do we start, start it out uh, well one of the the tools you had me use was learn enough to be dangerous yeah. which i thought that was really handy the introduction um that's by michael hartle yeah he started i learned ruby and rails off of Maybe half his. I did half of his tutorial to get me started, and Only then half. well, that's all I needed to get going because I already had PHP background. 
So I didn't need. There's a lot of stuff that he did. You didn't jump to something else. He it just was the springboard you needed to yeah, launch into your own. It introduced own me around. to the code, but you were uh, coming. You were starting from scratch. Absolutely. I had started with seven I, years of working in .NET and PHP. I had. I truly. I I call it the veil because I had no idea what the command line is, the text editor, okay. all of that stuff that you know. If you're watching a TV show or a movie and people are doing tech and they see that, where they just input in the command line, and I'm like, oh. Oh, that's where everything works. <laughs> oh, that's not that hard. I mean, yeah. it's interesting. I, there's a lot more stuff to it, but it, the veil has been lifted, and I feel like I'm much more informed just in the basics that I think a lot of yeah. people, just in general, especially with so many things being so tech-forward. So you're an expert at JavaScript? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Ding. <laughs> we'll, re- we'll edit that out. Wishful <laughs> thinking. That's so, right. No, no. So you learn command line... Text editor, which one are you using? I'm using i iTerm. No, no, that's the command. Oh goodness! Wait, 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 wait. So then, text that's editor. That's your terminal. My that's terminal. Like... Then what am I using? <laughs> Sublime. <laughs> oh yes, they had Adam in all the examples. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. I keep thinking Adam, but I just innately it opens Sublime, and I don't even think about it. I just pull up there's iTerm. Th- there's three. iTerm pulls up Sublime for me by doing yeah. There's three big ones in the open source community now being used is at well sublime text has been around the longest and then adam and now visuals visual studio visual, visual code, studio i think whatever sounds VS, right sounds yeah, right VS i heard code. it <laughs> and it's the it's kind of it is basically like adam but it's microsoft's more faster version i think um which is being used in more of the learning i see it on tutorials now more but sublime is what i started in so mm-hmm. you're you started using sublime yeah okay and how do you how do you like it i like it i like um because on certain ones i like that they have the colors they have the indentations the things that you can implement and open uh it, it's helpful the colors and the prefills so emmet is it called emmet emmet is yeah well that's one of the plugins to yeah, sublime too. love that once i've learned to enough to not have to remember you didn't even know emmet like a week ago i shh i <laughs> certain things had emmet i didn't know i didn't have emmet until i didn't have it and i was like why is this not pre-filling for uh, me well that's how pl- you learn how to use plugins and then you're married to them you almost never want to give them up yeah um so the you have had a project the WordPress. Yeah. Tell me about WordPress and that project. Super intriguing. Um, so I'm building a website for the theater company I'm a part of, babeswithblades.org. Yep. Um, and we're definitely launching to a new uh, up- updated design and format. And so, yeah, w- WordPress was definitely brand new to me. Um, a learning process, a learning curve that at times I'm like, I just wish I could just build it in CSS myself. Yeah have better control because it's i mean their responsiveness is is why it's so hard to uh initially navigate it's just pre-built in and so when you do some of the custom css as minimal as you want to do at least that's my interpretation of things um i don't you want it to be user friendly for them to just use it themselves so i don't want to do too much custom css but yeah. There were times when I did, I was like, how? There are so many different classes and levels and layers of... Well, do you... Well, let's... I want to rewind a little bit. Do you understand why you're building it with WordPress for 
Babes with Blades versus building it from scratch. Yes, because they're not necessarily tech people. They just want to plug and play and put in the information. At least that's my inclination. But, but why is WordPress better for that? It's got a really good interface. I mean, it is super easy. Once you get at least get the gist down, you just enter in some text and some images, and that's really what they mainly need. Yeah. Uh, and then even just copying a whole page and just changing it, that's just, it's super fast. So you've basically taken a professional design that mm -hmm. we had done by a friend of Babes of Blades. and Amy Bashara. Yes. And we'll put her name and all these other things we're referring to in show notes. And um, your what, what was your experience of developing with custom CSS for the WordPress? The custom CSS? Um, wait, what was my experience when I actually tried to use it? I had some, well, frustration with that as well because I'm also not used to the inspector tools. Mm -hmm. Um it's it, I none of the videos really showed me how to use that. Yeah, honestly, uh, that was probably the biggest learning curve. That I mean, I saw them go in there in some of the video tutorials, but they never really explained how you found the exact highest level thing to control what CSS you needed to put the class on, or even how to highlight stuff. So, so you're talking about Chrome Web Developer Tools or Firefox. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So pairing with you when you would come and explain things, I had to keep saying, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea how you got there and why I keep screwing this up or it's definitely yeah. improved by using it, but yeah, that took a while to understand. So there was a gap in your education, you think, from the, you know, learn enough and maybe me teaching you, because I would, I remember I would come in and just say, pop up this little thing, and then look, there's a CSS. And I remember the struggle you're having. So, yeah. you, you're, and I noticed, I also teach this class, Coding Bootcamp, and I've noticed that the bootcamp has now moved web dev tools up to the beginning, which I find smart. Okay, so that would be a recommendation for anyone else trying to learn. Like, hey, pop open, learn how to use web dev tools. Yeah. For that little history, the best thing in my work life before all this was a little plugin called Firebug that mm -hmm. we used to plug into to Firefox. This is before Chrome, mm -hmm. and it was just an amazing plugin that gave us the same similar power. Chrome came out later and then introduced us to web developer tools and then changed the world again. And like this is Firebug, but on steroids. Interesting because I started looking into CSS Grid and Firefox yep. definitely has a much better version of the grid system and their inspector tools. Firefox is back. It is better. <laughs> you just started in the, in the browser wars between Chrome and Firefox because Firefox released just recently a brand new development kind of tool set that everyone's like, oh, now the cool stuff's over there. Well, I didn't even have Firefox on my computer until I started using CSS Grid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. literally, I was like, I have to use this to use this tool. Oh, so, but it's way better. So let's segue into CSS Grid. That's really what I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to mm -hmm. introduce you and have you talk about what you've been working on. But CSS Grid, talk to me about that. Because you don't know, like, you know basic CSS. Mm -hmm. You've never used SAS. Nope. The preprocessors. You've never used mix-ins and 
variables and but you have jumped i've kind of introduced you to css grid how are you learning css grid a couple different ways um trying to remember you uh there's a udemy no that's javascript (laughs) (laughs) all the weird parts about javascript because it's weird um yeah, I'll get back to that. <laughs> we'll talk, that'll be another episode. But no, you. I'm uh, West Boss. Yes, West Boss. Uh, I'm learning. I'm trying. I'm. I'm just. I'm impressing myself that I remember the name. But <laughs> he has some really good tutorials um, innately. And then there's another um, CSS tricks. Rachel, somebody that helped create CSS Grid, I believe, has some really good YouTube's. And Trasner. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm not sure. I'll um. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. Um, cause there's a, one woman on YouTube that has a really nice, um, slow conversational explanation with some videos. And then there's also, I think CSS tricks, uh, for the CSS grid has a nice one page explainer of all the ins and outs and how it works. Yeah. Um, that's really nice to reference all the time. That's really it. So the, there's two items well, one, you should know that when I grew up, I had to walk up a hill and all the way down mm-hmm. before a grid would even work for me. So my generation of developers <laughs> had it really rough. And you've walked into this world of a beautiful grid system built into CSS. I didn't even have to deal with Flexbox. I just read about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've moved beyond it. <laughs> Flexbox is still, it still has some relevance. I've seen it being used even now. But CSS grid is beyond mm-hmm. everything. But... The um, the uh, other the one other thing that we haven't spoke spoken about mm-hmm. that is relevant is have you looked at can I use? I've not even heard of that. Okay, so it's a website that tells you what features of different kind of basic building blocks of the web internet HTML CSS what browsers they work in. And so even though we're learning CSS grid and you're learning CSS grid, I mean, I'm learning it too, actually. um, It doesn't work everywhere. No, that's what they did. They they say it's definitely improving quite a bit, but I don't know which ones they don't work in. It kind of cuts off at IE. So Microsoft Internet Explorer Mm -hmm. got canceled after 11, I think. You know, it should have gotten canceled at eight, (laughs) but it got canceled around 11 and then they went to Edge. Now Edge... Is a is you haven't used. I haven't it even yet. touched Edge. Huh? It's, Edge is pretty much like, um, you know, Chrome and Firefox. Okay, so it's competitive. But competitive. people still use IE. Well, yeah. So you have to know. You don't have to. I'm not trying to say that as a developer you have to know. You have to always fall back to the old ones. You just have to know if your audience in a large. Well, who bit, are you building it for? Yes. That's the greatest way to say it. It, I mean, if your audience is definitely people that are not even, i.e., eleven or uh, that don't have newer equipment, let's yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something to check out um, in the future. Just if you're doing new features, there's new variables which you can build, Ooh. use, which we were doing in SAS. Which mm-hmm. you, again, you had I purposefully have not introduced you to SAS because it, SAS is awesome. Too easy? It's too easy? It's because you couldn't use SAS in WordPress. Oh, no, that's, yeah. And I was afraid that 
if I introduced you to SAS, you'd fall even more in love with that. Because <laughs> you were you already knew the experience of working in Sublime, and then you were not a- allowed to do that in WordPress. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't want to also say, hey, here's some even better tools that you can't use in this <laughs> WordPress environment. <laughs> That's not to say, I'm sure there's people have used SAS in WordPress, but... Try not to overload a beginner no. is, is something. Yeah, that, explosion. Yeah. So what other tools you looked at CSS tricks to learn, West Boss tutorials? You went on Google or you went on YouTube? Uh, YouTube has some stuff. Just, yeah. What other tools have you used to learn Grid? Firefox developer tools? That's it. I mean, it was those three, West Boss, uh, Rachel, the CSS tricks. Code uh, Pen. Code, code Pen. Yeah. But I got, I had a, a, when I first started the code pen, I was doing it in Chrome and I was like, why is this so difficult? And then uh, that's when I was like, oh, Firefox, I actually yeah. do need, because I, I had a resistance to it. I was like, I don't need Firefox. I don't want to have <laughs> another thing. Uh, but no, uh, at this point, it, it's way better. Yeah. So much better. Okay. So from a beginner's viewpoint, CSS Grid is something that you were able to latch onto pretty quick. Yeah, I mean, I'm still getting over and, and utilizing percentages and def- defining fields like rows and columns and how they um, are responsive. Yeah. But in a gist, yes, I get the gist of them. Right now, I'm just refining the implementation of it. Cool. So we don't want to, this doesn't need to go too long. What's the next thing you're kind of going to learn? You got to launch this WordPress stuff. And we, mm-hmm. I need to teach you some of the hosting part of WordPress. So that's next for yeah. that. But on your own journey of becoming a developer, what are you going to focus on next? Well, definitely dig a little deeper in CSS Grid because I'm updating a different website. But I do think the next thing is still heads back into uh, leaning into JavaScript. Cool. I mean, I think that's as much as a uphill learn uh, learning curve, yeah. a strong learning curve that it is. I think that it's set the fact that it sat there and simmered at least the beginnings, con- the concepts of it, is good to just let it sit and have a basic understanding before we push forward some more because there's, it, it's just, it needs to simmer. Yep. Cool. All right. Um, so one last question. How does it feel to be a developer? It's great. <laughs> I like it. I like building things. And like, how does it compare to other stuff you do? Well, I, I'm I'm a very tangible person, so and I also just am a creative person. So I really just like the fact that uh, hopefully I'm building things that people will use, appreciate, interface with. Is pretty, I mean, pretty yeah. functional. Yeah, anything functional is pretty in my eyes. So and I think just a lot of people will interact with. It's exciting. Um, as your husband i have to ask as my husband do yes. you are you drinking enough water and getting enough to eat while you're trying to code well <laughs> i do drink enough water but mm, not as much as i used to eat i did yeah there have been days where i was like wait is it nine o'clock I, yeah. it's been eight hours you don't understand why i act the way i do sometimes. well i do i do i have a fuller <laughs> understanding of you and i appreciate you even more i just want a validation for her. i'm not a weirdo of some of my behavior we just need a scheduled dinner at 9 a.m to be delivered at a certain time exactly. if our doorbell worked <laughs> <laughs> that's another goal house goals life goals <laughs> all right we'll call it a day good talking to you likewise Later. bye
Thanks for listening to This Old App. Show notes and previous episodes can be found on our website at www.thisoldapp.online. Reviews on Apple iTunes are always appreciated and help promote the show. For questions, comments, or things you would like to hear on future shows, please email us at hello at thisoldapp.online. Show music is Guns Blazing by Fab Claxton, licensed by Pond5. Voiceover work by MeganVoices.com. You'll hear from us soon.